opposition no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Saul saw the people shaking and out of fear. He couldn't stand. He forced himself and offered a sacrifice. As a man or woman of power, you don't force yourself to please people. Because people take your word serious. What you cannot offer, you don't promise. So you are lonely. You are alone. If you want to look for people to help you, master, they will be there. And if you don't take that, they will not help you. You will force yourself to do things. Greet no one along the road. Those of you that are in power, you think everybody is your friend. If you are doing something, you don't get people to follow, you cannot do it. You are not yet a leader. The next thing around this scripture tells you that every leader or any man in power, you don't have popular votes. Some of your decisions might not be popular. Hello? I said, might not be what? But carry it on because you know what it is. The people will only see the results. And when they see the results, they will understand what is shared. If you are a leader and you always want people to understand you, you cannot get to where you are going. Greet no one on the road because you have what? An assignment. You have what? So don't be explaining yourself. It's about whatever house you enter first, say peace to this house. That means you have the power to bless. And he said, and if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. What it simply means is that because you carry, you are a symbol of peace. When anyone rejects you, he rejects peace. So, as a person of power, anyone that resists you, resists himself. But anyone that accepts you, accepts a blessing. In other words, you cannot fight a man of power. Or a woman of power. You do that to your own word, detriment. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking, such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. You saw it. I said what? Provision follows what? Power. Anyone that accepts you, accepts, receives the privileges of that power. Is that right? If you are serving, I gave you an example, that if you are serving at the Flagstaff House, you are not the president, but you know that you have some kind of influence. Even if you are serving as the peer to the minister, you have an influence. Do you understand what I'm saying? You will be eating and drinking. You choose where you go, ladies and gentlemen. It is not every invitation that you have to run for. Place value on yourself. Don't be in a hurry to be seen. I was sharing with my wife this morning that there are principles 
of longevity and there is a principle of shortness. If you don't want to go far, there is a principle. If you want to go far, there is a principle. But longevity takes time. But if you want to be fast, as I say, in athletic race, you find out when the gun goes, especially the marathon, boom, you see some people running very fast. Don't follow them. They are going to weary everybody. But keep a consistent pace. And be patient. A time will come. You rather that one who took off. You bypass the person and you are going. It's not everything you see people doing that you should rush to do it. Assess your strengths, your weaknesses, and what you can do. And don't be afraid you are moving on that level. Because a time is going to come. All eyes will turn on you. And when they turn on you, they will know that yes, you can run better than them. Am I talking to somebody? Strategy is the key. Be patient and keep to what you do. That is what power means. Power means be steady. Focus. You can never have power to utilize power if you cannot focus in life. You are distracted by every little thing. Focus. Keep your pace. Steadily. Like the tortoise. Don't underestimate the power of the tortoise to to say the tortoise is slow. Amen. He knows where he's going. He said, do not go from house to house. Please, don't be accepting every invitation. Don't be eating everywhere. Sometimes because we want to please people, any place we go, they eat. Oh, then you keep now with it. Now, oh, I didn't even feel like eating, but they forced me. If you are a leader and you eat in everybody's home and drink there, they will never respect you. That's why I will not come to your houses to come and eat. I will not jump and be visiting everybody because you are, I can't do that because you will abuse the power. Can you imagine the president of the country going to everybody's home? And I, what he has not even said, you said he has said it. That is why when you're a leader and you don't manage this thing very well, you get a lot of problems for yourself. Where what you have not said, they said you have said it. Where you have not been said you have been. You are a lamp among what? You are a lamp among what? You are a lamp among what? So you need wisdom. Please, you need wisdom. In the year of power, you'll be in the corridors of power. You'll be in place of power. You'll be in place of influence. Behave yourself. Be wise. Don't go from house to house. Be eating from everywhere. Everybody is your friend. Every funeral, you are there. Every party, you are there. Every dispute, you are there. Everything, if they don't even get anybody, you'll be there. And if I don't go, they will talk. If you are a leader, you need the grace to be able to work with. It's very, very important. You don't move around. You keep yourself. Because people are looking up to you. That is the essence of power. It's critical. And when I'm talking about power, you understand the kingdom power play. The kingdom power play means that each and every one of you sitting here, you carry power. That is what it means. So I'm not talking to some kind of people and you say that me, I'm not a CEO. I am not a manager. Before you get it wrong. Children of God, we have power. Bible says by salvation, we have been exalted. 
we have power far above principalities and powers and dominion and thrones in the concluding part of the look i read he said he's giving us the power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over every power of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies hurt us but ladies and gentlemen if you don't understand how this power plays for you something will hurt you something will do what hurt you. so you have to understand it that you are having power so you need to be wise because if you don't play it well you are a target and do you know your target the devil is targeting you bible says that and he left jesus for a while the devil doesn't leave you alone for a while he will come back again if you forget that you are a man or a woman of power think tell somebody think so you need to be smart you need to be smart do not go from house to house don't go from what house to house don't go from house to house don't be wearing people's exchange of dresses like you are still in the boarding house anywhere you go you have your toothbrush already you have whatever already you are going to sleep there sleep over in friends homes when you have your own home what kind of a lifestyle anytime you can say hey or boo they will not tell you but it's coming again you lose your respect. When you carry power, people will call you names. They will tell you, you are arrogant, you are proud, you are this, you are that. Know that you are in a place of separation. Power separates you. As a power does what? Separates you. And if you know that, if you want to please everybody, you cannot understand power. He said, whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as I said before. Remember the word is, if they receive you, and as for receive, it's not everybody that will receive you. So as a man or woman of power, don't feel bad if people reject you. Because everybody will not understand your worth. And everybody will not understand your value. Understand that. So that you don't go around pleasing people. When they don't accept you, don't force yourself. Go to where you'll be accepted. Some of you, they are rejecting you and you are still forcing yourself. Please, give me a break. Anywhere you go that you don't get the value that you needed, move. It's a where they receive you. So where they don't receive you, don't force to be there. The guy doesn't love you and everything is showing he doesn't love you. Then you are forcing to wire the thing by force. Going from one prophet to the other to pray and change his mind. Don't you know if his mind changes and he, along the line the man will change again? And when he changes again, he begins to use you as a body. So all the rest of your life turns into prayer. Fasting. When you are supposed to pray for something better. Why do you force yourself? Relax. If he doesn't accept you, pray that the one who accepts you should come your way. Simple. I have worked my life. I've been rejected by so many. In fact, if you know my story, you will know. I am like the stone that the builders rejected. I never felt bad. Though it is painful, if I even cry, I'll cry in my room. Amen. But in the midst of it, I have a hope on the Lord. Because I know if the Lord should accept you, even your enemies will accept you. Am I preaching somebody here? 
So I might hold microphone in some places. They wouldn't have allowed me to be there. But they have no choice because the Lord said be there. And when I am standing there, I am much aware that I am standing here. Not by men, but by God. So I have to honor the Lord where I am standing. Don't force yourself on anyone. Amen. Don't force it. It will come. You are a man of power. You don't force to do things. You allow God. Don't manipulate anything for yourself. Don't scheme anything. Do what you can do and leave the rest. Because God will carry you through. Any city that will receive you. You enter. Stay there. Please, don't force it. Tell somebody, tell the verse, don't force it. When you don't have that car, don't go and borrow it. For the party. Don't use your friend's home as if it's your home to show. If you are living in a kiosk, let them know you are a kiosk. If they accept you in your kiosk, when the Lord give you a mansion tomorrow, they will accept you. As I walk, people who know me from the time they know me till now, they don't get surprised. They thank God rather for my life. Because they saw me when I was eating Gary. They saw me when I was working throttle. They saw me when I was just going about doing everything. And they are seeing me where I am now. And they can see that, ah, God has been faithful. So even if they don't know God, they can say that, ah, this boy, we can tell God that God is faithful. God has brought him this far. That is what it means. That is what God wants in your life. Don't create any artificial things that will make people go in and they will not get it. But let it be original that when men are following your God, they can testify that your God has brought you this far and your God can bring them also this far. Paul says you are my epistles that have been written. You are the book that others are reading. What are you giving people to read? Man and woman of power. Today, Oponwia is the president of Liberia. His life is there for you to read. How God has taken from a humble beginning and lifted him up to that level. So it gives somebody an assurance somewhere that it no matter where you are coming from, if God has ordained you as a king, you shall be. All that you need is diligence, honor, and focus, and discipline. You don't shortcut it. Nowadays, you're having people who are rushing into power, into money influence, whatever it is, by shortcut. So they are creating all kinds of artificial things and creating, and at the end of the day, it brings them disgrace, it gives them challenge, it gives them problems. Please don't go that way. Consistency follows. We are living all kinds of bizarre lives where we cannot sustain and we cannot handle. Be yourself. Men and women of power are not in a rush. But rather they are consistent and focused. Am I preaching somebody? Let me quickly move on to this. I promise you something and I want to share with you. Last week I shared about the source of power. Am I right? Where we said our power comes from God. Acts 10.38 How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth from the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. So that the power comes from God. Amen. It comes from God. Even those that does not believe in God in atheists, they believe that there is a power. There is an invisible power somewhere. Scientists believe that there is a power. Amen. 
and so wisdom they have whether the wisdom of pluto whether the wisdom of Aristocat, whether the wisdom of 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 any of them that you can think of they believe that there is a source that brings it whether in the greek actions or the phonician or the whatever they believe there is a source of power do you agree with me you and i as children of god we believe that our power is creation of god it's god that created our power so there is a source of power power comes from an unseen area it's invincible it comes from a god that knows all things and has knowledge of all things we call him yahweh we call him god we call him elohim are you there with me we call him i am that i am there is a source there is a source amen it will surprise you but even the source of principalities and powers comes from god (laughs) the source of the power of the devil is from god do you know that so bible says that christ is the head of all principalities and powers that is why when you tell the devil in the name of jesus he has to obey because power responds to power can i say it again i said power responds to what and there are levels of power each level of power will make you respond. When you go into the army, there are ranks. When you go to the police, there are ranks. When you go to the house, there are ranks. When the father speaks, the mother obeys. When the mother speaks, the children obey. That is how it is. When you get the commander speaking, everybody that follows will obey. So there are chains of command. They are all authority. So if the devil also have his power, remember, he was Lucifer, wasn't the devil. And when God gives you with power, he doesn't take it away from you. I will say that blessings of the Lord are without repentance. Anything God blesses with you, with, he doesn't take it. It is only you thinking, I've thought this thing long ago, that the only way we feel we have lost it is our mindset. So the devil plays with our mind. Are you there with me? You don't lose it. You didn't lose your salvation. <laughs> are you getting my point? When you, when you got saved, the Lord saved you and delivered you. What is the manner of you is to live right, to enhance and to fulfill the process of your salvation. Whenever you sin, he gives you the room to repent. But he said, don't continue to sin. That grace may abound. In other words, you should see and know the importance of your salvation and don't abuse it. The same thing with power. Hello? Am I preaching to you? So, all power belongs to God. If all power does not belong to God, you cannot rebuke the devil. If all power does not belong to God, you cannot cast out the demon. But because all power belongs to God, Luke 10, where I read, he said, the disciples I said, all the powers were subject to us. And listen to what Jesus told them. He said, don't rejoice because they were subject, but rejoice that your name is written in the book of life. In other words, there is a confirmation on you. So rejoice that you have that acceptance and that confirmation. And know what follows after. Because once you are confirmed, all these things will follow. So in other words, don't rush for the power, but rather rush that your name will be identified in the book of life. And once your name is identified in the book of life, you receive power. So church, it is not only to pray, say, God anoint me to heal the sick, raise the dead. And it is good, but pray that God, let me know you and the power of your resurrection. Because knowing the Lord automatically brings the power. When you are connected to the source, of power, there is no way you will not have power. Simple. So do you need consistent power to flow or you need intermittent power to flow? You need consistent. 
So he said, rejoice that you have a consistent flow. That is your name is written in the book of life. Once your name is there, you receive continuous power. So trampling upon serpents and dealing with these demons is not only a one-time thing. It's supposed to be what? An everyday occurrence and experience. Every day. Every day. So every day you are stepping on serpents and scorpions. Every day you are dealing with principalities and powers. Every day you are dealing with the things of darkness because the flow of your power is a consistent flow. It's not intermittent. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he said, rejoice that your name is written. In other words, rejoice that you have been booked. Like I'm saying, the example I'm giving you, if you have been employed as the managing director, your power is flowing. So he said, rejoice that you have been employed. And don't rejoice that the workers are obeying you. Because the workers are only obeying you because you are connected or you are sitting on that throne. So as long as you remain on that throne, the workers will even obey you the more. So rejoice that you are on the throne and not how they obey you. In other words, don't be excited about the flow of power, but rather be excited about your position in power. Because as long as you are in place, in the presence and connection of power, every other thing will work for you. Do you get a key now? So if I were you, I would rather struggle to be in position. Because as long as I am in position and I am in place, everything will work. If you are the major in the army, as long as you remain a major, anywhere you get there, they will salute you. They will chest out. Is that not it? But when you are not wearing your major thing, they will salute you small. They will forget about you. So that is the key. Make sure you are in place. And once you are in place, the power flows. How many of you love power? How many of you believe you carry power? That is it. Tell the person, be in place. Tell the person, be in place. And like I said, when you are in place, be conscious of it. One of the things you should know, all that Jesus is saying, the next thing here is that, he's saying that he said, don't rejoice that they obey, but be conscious that you have that power. That is why he said, rejoice that your name is written in the book of life. If your name is written in the book of life, you are conscious of it. Because you see, when you are not conscious of the power you have, you will lose it. Am I talking somewhere? Be conscious of the power you have. Be conscious. I shared with you about the story of a man who was poor. He served a rich man. Boss, when he was dying, he willed his estate, his everything. But he put everything into, uh, what do you call it? Securities. So there is a check. He gave him something like a check. And the guy took it and framed it and put it in his room. Because he cherished the memories of his boss so much and never knew that what has been given to him is an asset for his life. So all that he works about telling people is that his boss did not leave him anything, but he loves his boss. This man will go boring to eat. He will sleep in wrong places. He will be crying sometimes. Things will be bad. He will fall sick. Neighbors will contribute to take care of him. His fact is becoming a nuisance to everybody. You know when people help you to a point, you know how it is. He's becoming a nuisance to everybody. He was not helping himself. And all the time, he's rather crying and saying, if my boss would have been around, I wouldn't be where I am now. My boss loves me and he would have done this because the boss took care of him very well. But now the boss is no more. So one day, a man came to visit him. And in conversation, a man saw the whole frame. And he said, what? What is this? Bring it. He brought it. He said, hey, this is what my boss is. I cherish life. That's the only thing I inherited from him. And the man said, and you are poor like this. He said, what do you mean? He said, this thing you are having here is money. He said, oh, don't deceive me. He said, it's money. He showed him. He said, follow me. 
Because see, money itself has a language. And I told you that the difference between the poor and the rich is not curse. You see, let's stop this confusion of the gospel that we think that when somebody is poor, he's being cursed. Poverty is not about curse. Poverty is about lack of knowledge. Of wealth creation. How many of you here cannot save 20 Ghana cities a day? How many of you here are not crying every day that you don't have money? And how many of you know that even 20 cities a day, which is by discipline, because money is discipline, it's a currency. At the end of a year, one year, you are going to get this amount. But are you not looking for 2,000 sometimes? Or 1,000 to do this? But do you know you are rich working? You lack financial wisdom, so you are not poor. Even one city a day can do a trick. Two cities a day can do a trick. So no one is poor. It's lack of your knowledge and understanding about how money works. I'm running my businesses by the grace of God. I've never taken loan from anywhere. How do I run them? Wisdom. It's not everything that comes into your hands for you to eat. When you see somebody dressing, don't follow him. You might not know how he gets his dress to wear. Some people are living on their surpluses. Know where you are standing. How you use what you have. Because you see, consistency of power is dependent upon how you manage it. Can I say it again? As a consistency of power is dependent upon how you manage it. The source of your power is from God. God gave it to us and we need us to manage it. I also said that we have the source of our power through the name of Jesus. And we have through prayer and fasting and then we also have it as here with Esther, fasting and all that. Now I want to look at how we can attract power. How we can attract what? The critical thing here with all that I've shared, I want you to know this. Power is not for sale. You can't sell power. (laughs) Amen. You can't do what? You can only transfer power. But power is not for sale. It's not for sale. Acts chapter 8, verse 1 to 13. Let me share something for you there. Acts chapter 8, 1 to 13. He said, now Saul was consenting to his death. At that time, a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles too. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. Three. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. For he says, therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Five. And he said, then Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. Six. He said, and the multitude with one accord heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. 7. He said, for unclean spirit crying out with loud voice came out of many who were possessed and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. 
marvelous, great power. And there was great joy in that city. In other words, when power manifests, joy comes. Do you agree with me? Whenever there is power, there is happiness. Because when the power is used for service, there will be joy. So Bible says that when the, when the wives rule, the city rejoice. Are you there with me? Because when power is in place, oh, there is joy. Can you imagine money is in your pocket? Kai! Ben mercy chrome. <laughs> oh, are you, are you there with me, somebody? Can you imagine if you can use your card? They the ship, you are swiping. Hey, no. That's what I mean. I don't want credit card. I'm afraid. <laughs> Amen. Joy, money is power. And he said, and there was a certain man called Simeon who previously practiced sorcery in the city, and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great, to whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is the great power of God. very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. My Lord with you.